Well, hello, everybody. It's the Sandy and Kathy show. How are you guys doing? We've missed you. Lots has been happening in this world for both of us. And today we are going to talk about all the crazy things that are going on in our world. And I know you're going to relate because you live in the same world. I have this fun thing uh, saying up that a friend gave me. Uh, I call her my day spouse, Kathy. And it says, y'all need some Jesus to hide your crazy. And so <laughs> by golly, you know, Sandy, how's your world been? How's it been hey. going for you? Oh, Kathy, I, I'm doing okay. Um, lots going on. A lot, lots happening for all of us in this crazy world right now. But uh, I just, we just did a real quick trip back to um, Denver for two days. And it was my brother's uh, celebration of life, which was uh, a very nice, very nice celebration. Um, I don't think I've ever really gone anywhere for just two days, though, before just flying in and flying out. It seemed like it was a, it a was a one. Uh, it was a whirlwind. And I don't know if anybody's been in the Denver airport, but oh, my goodness, you have to take subways to different concourses and whatnot. And and uh, I, I've been there years and years ago, but funny thing is my husband who's uh uh engineer mind i mean he doesn't have an engineer degree but he was a fire engineer so he's an engineer really and all the different places uh he would i swear he would take the whole denver airport and redo all the signage because he knows how it should be <laughs> it was so funny it was hilarious both of us just I kept saying to him, honey, honey, it's not worth it. The serenity <laughs> prayer, you know, <laughs> except the things you cannot change there. It's not going to make a difference. Just relax. It was so <laughs> hilarious. Even uh, it, it was just funny. So we had a good, we had a good time there. The celebration itself was, is, was, was good. It was very good. And I'm glad I'm home. Well, and I think that's sort of cool because that sort of falls on the hills of one of our podcasts about you know, some of the to toxic positivity and some of those pieces in our life that um, you guys just banded together. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm glad you were able to get there. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a good thing, but it's like a whirlwind trip. I don't think I've ever flown anywhere that for that short of a time. I don't think in my entire life I've ever done that. I've always thought if you're going to fly somewhere, at least stay five days somewhere. But this, so this is pretty amazing but did you know it's only well we live in portland or portland area portland airport so it's only two hours and about 15 minutes to denver i had no idea i thought it took longer than that when my husband worked for the airlines um i had a girlfriend and her husband worked with him mm -hmm. and we we would do crazy things like let's go to san francisco for lunch yeah and we did and we'd stay and play or you know because yep. if the flights are empty and it's no big yep. deal to go and it doesn't cost right. you it costs you the lunch price so well it, it's fun to do especially back then when you could do that and and you probably most of the time could jump into first class too because they'd let you so. oh those were the days those we were the that. days we had uh, flight privileges and we could share them with people and so some friends of ours i call him my brother from another mother we gave them tickets and like you say, in the day, so they go up to the ticket counter expecting coach. And she says, you know, because your friends work for mm -hmm. our airlines, we're going to go ahead and put you in first class. Mm -hmm. <gasps> so oh, she goes, and this was the day when they put the curtain back and she said, I want to throw up the curtain and tell coach we're having lobster. What are you having? I know. I know our son uh, in his younger years, 
work for Alaska, uh, Horizon oh, Alaska. Right. And right. two in two years, and and we knew it was just a he was the guy that you know the that was my husband, yeah. He Air was Freight, Air Freight. He first did he was first on the on the tar the tar the what's it called? Ah tarmac. Yeah, the tarmac, and then he went to air freight. But yeah, it's fun to see him. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, he did that for two years, and we knew that it was a stepping stone for him because uh, I don't know, he just didn't want to do that very long. But anyway, we were so mad because two years of that, the people that get the best is the is the parents because first of all, we had the money to go places. Second of all, we we went first class everywhere we went. <laughs> so fun it was you feel so special you feel so special it was you know they hand you a warm towel in the beginning Mm -hmm. it's like what's this for you know oh just to clean up and get freshened it's not like that anymore (laughs) no no the world has changed the world has changed i remember i remember the other time we were i just have to share this the other time we i ever flew to denver and it, it it was well i won't say the airline but anyway it it was a different airline but anyway and I had long pants and nice shoes because you always had to dress nice, you know, back then. Oh, you yes. Or you would, they wouldn't let you on. Yep. They would not ever give you first class if you didn't dress nice. So anyway, I, how could anybody see these shoes? And my pants were so long, they covered, almost went to the toe of my shoe. I swear to goodness, that little gal that was behind that desk up at the, the agent, the ticket agent, uh, she said, well, I'm sorry, ma'am, but we can't put you in first class because you don't have nylons on. She saw me sitting there with, you know, when you had your legs crossed and she could tell yes. that was, that was, I just had socks oh, yeah. on, not nylons. Is I got a look up and a look down one time from an agent and she said, I'm real sorry. You'll have to change yeah. if you want to get on. Yeah. Oh, like, she oh, told me that. Yeah. She said, you can go buy nylons if you want to. I said, What? That was crazy. Yeah. I think I did go buy some actually. <laughs> yeah, those were the days that when people flew, they most of them dressed, but we had to dress even more so. So oh, yeah. I, I remember. And you yeah. couldn't argue, you couldn't, you just, oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know? Anyway. Yeah, was- I learned to I learned to be quiet and patient. Yep. So yes. yeah, what a blessing to have it, but um Times are very different today. So I'm glad you got there and got home safe and sound. Thank you. So Kathy, you've been busy today. Talk to us about what you what you did today. Well, this morning I was blessed to be asked again to come talk to a group of ladies. And today they wanted to talk about conflict in marriage. And so that was a really, really super blessed time. Um, and it's just such an honor to be able to do that. And I always open it up with questions. And so we talked about conflict styles. We talked about date night. We talked about um, it takes two if the marriage is struggling. It takes two to work on it together because if one comes in, I bandage them up and send them back out to war and it usually doesn't stick. And one thing I shared this morning was that um, and all their jaws dropped when I said, you know, I was married for 40 years. And after 40 years, he was able to walk away from two sons and six grandchildren because he didn't want to do the work. Now, that's a 40-year marriage, ladies, and these are younger mamas. And so I said, so, so important now to look at what's going on in your marriage. And if you has a, have a husband that says, no, that's not a big deal, 
try gently and lovingly to tell him it's a big deal to me and I want to be together forever. So could we please take a look at this? So some asked some different questions of how do I get him in? What do I do? So it was a sweet, sweet morning. You know, go ahead. You know, Kathy, when you said that, I bet, I bet their jaws did drop when they heard that after 40 years, a man walks away. No one can, it's really hard to understand that. Um, But but for these young kids, I mean, we call them kids. These, I, I shouldn't say that. These young couples, they need to hear more stuff like that, don't they? They need to hear that oh, so that yeah. they can work on their on themselves and work on their marriages. And um, you brought up something date night, you know, just date night alone. I mean, so important. People just don't do it anymore. And it, it's hard to do when you have kids. Well, and you can Google questions for date night, but I hand them a list of questions for date night. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's one thing that I can do to encourage you more in our marriage? Um, What did I use to do in our marriage, but I don't need more that you'd like me to do again? What what in our marriage makes you proud? You know, and so I think it's important to be able to connect because usually when, when you go out to dinner with your honey and you have kiddos, you talk about the kids. Oh yeah. Or, or anything but your marriage or anything about your about than your relationship or just each other you know this weekend when I was what I told my husband um I mean the support I needed from him this weekend was something I didn't have to tell him but I looked at him at one point and I and there was you know it was no fussing or anything but I just looked at him and said oh boy I need support just to be able to tell you just to be able to tell your spouse, I need this, I need that, whether it's man or woman, and be able to be open and transparent with them, and be able to talk to them, you know, I have, I have a saying, go ahead, unspoken expectations are premeditated resentments. Mm -hmm. So if Dennis didn't do that, and if you hadn't said that, and he didn't know that, you could have resentment for him, but we have to speak our expectations for the weekend right. for the, with the kids, we need to speak our expectations or then we have resentment if we don't. So, and when you, job that- when you ask the questions on say a date night, when you ask the questions, you have to be able to um, just know that they aren't to be uh, bitter or to be angry about things that things have changed or if there's a response you just have to be so open and so just know it's okay whatever they say too you know well and I I challenged the ladies today because I used to be one of them and mm-hmm. I challenged them today I said ladies you can sit in my office and I watch you and I did it too you interrupt your husband you correct your husband you step on his toes when he's talking so he shuts up you know, and so I have something I do in my office that allows him to have a voice because you'll ask him his opinion and in the middle of it, you'll go, well, why did you say that? So it's not safe to share with you. Don't ask me. I'll, what do you want me to say? I call them setup questions. If you ask your spouse a question and you only want one answer, that's a setup question. So what my husband got in the habit of doing when I did it is when I'd ask the question, he'd say, okay, that's a setup. Give me the answer too. Cause if mm-hmm. I don't give you the one you want, we're going to argue. And there was, that was true. Yep. Exactly. So I, Set up questions. Do I yep. look fat? And I, I, yeah, <laughs> we can do it so easy. Oh, you know? it's so, it's so easy. My husband always said, uh, is this a trick question? He'll always yep. say that. And we know because 
we've been married long enough that it makes us laugh. You know, nothing makes us really mad at each other anymore. But I mean, you know, it's like, is this a trick question? Is this something legitimately that you want me to answer or what? Yeah. What is this? I am a little stuck here. What do you want from me? Yeah. yeah. I think it's important. So this, the morning was excellent. Then I joined every other Friday. I have lunch with my oldest son and we met uh, down on the waterfront, nice lunch. And I had something on my heart that the Lord told me to share with my son. Oh, probably three or four weeks ago. And I just hadn't had the opportunity and the Lord was prompting me right then it's time, it's time. So, but when I, the Lord told me that I said, and Lord, should I say this and this? And it was like, say exactly what I told you. Don't add, don't take away. So today when I went to share it with him, I said, the Lord has laid this on my heart to share with you. And so I told him and I said, and I think, and then I went, oh dear, wait. And we both started laughing going, cause I started to add to what I was told. So, and that is so female, you know, I was going to give my opinion. It's my son. I'm going to tell what else God needs you to know when God already told me, no, so it, we both laughed. And on our way, you know, to our own park, cars he yelled back at me thanks for what you shared and we just started laughing so oh, i'm still learning and i'll be learning till i take my last breath oh won't won't we all i had a situation kind of funny like that myself my oldest daughter called today and we were chatting away and she's got four kids and that's <laughs> it's tough oh, and she's a sweetie well she is a sweetheart but you know four kids and she's tries to deal <sighs> with with it the, the best she can and uh you know but i keep telling her and I, she just doesn't remember or she gets caught in it just like what you were saying when we just go on and on and on and thinking we have to say more and um, you know and with her it's defending herself i said jennifer he's 18 you don't have to defend yourself you don't have to oh. say anything you don't have to get into a debate stop and she goes oh that's why I call you so much <laughs> but you know well, and don't you remember when you were a kid and your parents said because I said so or because I'm the parent didn't that used to upset you yeah. so I thought okay when I'm a parent I'm not going to do that right and there were times I didn't but there were times I did well yes and there are times that if they're talking you know disrespectfully and if they yeah. are trying to debate you like they're in the same position as you, then, yeah. you know, it's okay to say, you know what, you're talking trash. I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen anymore. This is the way it is. I mean, it's okay. I remember yeah. that, that was one of Dennis's biggest words is okay. You're talking trash now to me. I'm not listening, Cut, cutting you off because it's just, you haven't lived in the, you haven't, you aren't here yet. You don't know. Um, and she, she's great about, I mean, you know, listening to her kids, but boy, there comes a time when, you know, you don't debate a child about different things when you don't have to. No, I had a family in my office and I was seeing their teenage son and there was a respect problem. And um, the dad was talking about the disrespect and the son said, you don't dis you don't respect me. I don't have to respect you. And I went, oh, could we back up that train, please? Let's talk about that. And so we got into a deep discussion that he really felt his dad needed to toe this particular line in order for him to be respectful to his father. And after a lot of work, and today he will not be disrespectful. 
he sort of tripped that over to his mother. So now we're working on not being disrespectful to your mom. Mm -hmm. So I think there are some generations that are coming up that were told certain things. You have rights. You don't have to put up with that. But it's like, okay, wait a minute. Parents are parents. And if there's not abuse, if they're disciplining properly, then I think the kiddos are calling help, help, like wolf, wolf. Right. Well, I don't think, I think it's really important for all of us to listen to whether it's your child or your husband, your wife, your friend, it's very important to listen, but no one has to be disrespected. And that's, that's the whole yeah. thing is once there's the disrespect starts, <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't And, and I take that, as you're saying that I take that to today's social atmosphere, mm -hmm. that if we could just respect each other yes, and yes. our different views, because Absolutely. I think that it's, 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 please, you know, let's find our, our peaceful place again. Let's find it. I know it's there and I know we'll get back to it. And I think our kiddos are, are going through a lot and they're learning, but four children, bless her heart. Yeah. That's a lot of kiddos to keep track of. Yeah. It's funny. Well, you should good. say, funny you should say that about uh, peaceful to try to get peaceful again. Um, that it, it, it was a crazy with COVID and with politics, whatever you want to say, it's, it's a crazy, I think we're in, we're, well, I don't know what we're in, but we're in a time right now where I'm praying and I'm hoping that again, we can come back together and not, I mean, I not be so mean. I, the whole meanness thing just drives me crazy. Well, I think by golly, well, I think they're trying to stand on a certain principle, but they forget that they're alienating people. There's a saying, I can be right and lose the relationship. Yeah. So, okay, I'm right in my beliefs, but we can't talk anymore. Well, then it's like, oh, Papa God, that must break your heart. Because it's okay to have different opinions. Oh, absolutely. I have, couples that she, I have couples that she's a Democrat, he's a Republican, or vice versa, and they do fine. Yeah, I hate labels. Oh, I, I hate labels yeah. like that. But, but you know what else is that goes with a lot of parenting too, trying to parent a kid because, and not agree and, and then get so angry about it and just mean to each other when you're trying to parent a child, you know, it's well, we, this morning we had talked about that. And I told one of the ladies, I said, when you have a problem, let's now agree, sweetheart, what's the problem, the issue. Okay. We both agree it's parenting. Let's set it aside. Now, Thursday night, let's come together with two solutions each. We're not going to come to the table with the problem. We're going to come to the table with solutions. Oh, that's great. And there's a book by Paul Tripp called Parenting. And there's so many pieces that there's help out there. There okay. is. Yeah. We are blessed to be in the world that we're in today, even though it's crazy. It's a blessing yeah. to do this with you. It's a blessing for you listeners out there. I thank you for connecting with us and tuning in with us and just sharing with us your stories, the things you'd like talked about. Sandy and I don't take this lightly. It's very, very important. And it's a privilege to talk to all of you. We thank you for listening in today. Um, our next topic, stay tuned. It's going to be something you'll really enjoy. <laughs> so we thank you for this time with you today. And you can get in contact with us. What's on your life plate at gmail.com. And anytime you can um, email us with that, in, with, with any questions, or if you just want to chat with us, Sandy, anything you want to add before we bid nope. adieu? Nope. I just want everybody to enjoy their uh, 
the rest of their day and the rest of their week and and know that uh, someone out there cares. And here's two ladies that do. Yes. So if you tune in with us, we want you to feel the love because we got it to share with you. Thank you for listening and blessings on your weekend. Bye-bye. <laughs>